Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy. But you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Good morning, David. So look at his trashy ass voice, dude. <laughs> this guy comes in here sick as fuck. Knows I have to go to Hawaii. Mask <laughs> off, you fucking spreader. No, no, I'm at the end of it right now. It was definitely a um, rough three days. Oh, I brought you instead of bringing you alcohol because yes, I am getting over a little sicky poo. Um, this is a uh, London fog with oh, soy milk. I love this. Oh man, isn't it great? Oh, this mm-hmm. is the Fruit Loops thing, right? Yes, it tastes like um. Fruity Pebbles milk. Oh, fantastic. Um, my wife was the one that put me onto this. London Fogs in general. I had never even heard of them. And for some reason, when you get the London Fog from Starbucks with soy milk, with a little bit of sweetener that they add, the shit tastes like after you've eaten Fruity Pebbles milk. It's fucking delicious. It's so crazy. London Fog. Mm. Also a sexual move. Yes, that's right. That's when you... um. <laughs> That's when you um, come on her teeth <laughs> and you say, blimey. <laughs> it's when you have sex face to face and then you breathe hot air in their face, but you have to have crooked teeth. Yeah. No, and, and then no, it's, 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 when you, it's when you fuck from the wrong side of the road. <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh, so today, you sick little fuck. I got you some chicken pho. Oh my goodness, amazing. Because I know you like your chicken pho, and I said, you know what, sick boy needs a little a little soup to heal him. Isn't it weird? Literally, even if you Google it, chicken soup, hey man, there's no ju- there's no broth in here. <laughs> you got ripped off, buddy. Well, open your eyes, <laughs> dummy. There's a soup right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, isn't it weird that chicken soup, I feel like in every culture... Or most cultures is the one that they give you when you're sick. You know what I'm saying? It's amazing. Whether it's chicken pho, whether it's uh, some chicken soup like that uh, that Mexicans make, uh, whether it's my fucking white people chicken noodle soup. It's just kind of what everyone gives you when you're feeling not good. That's Chia's number one request for me whenever she's sick is the chicken soup. Yeah, man. And, you know, I never used to order chicken pho. I always used to go with the beef, you know? The fuck that bit, but... <laughs> fuck that bit. <laughs> fuck that bit. How come I've never heard that shit before? That's hilarious. Man, give me that fuck that bit. Fuck huh? that bit. Um, 
Oh, yeah. I already feel better just sipping this broth. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Where's this from? This is from Mama Hong's in Burbank. I've never eaten there before, but there it was, was close. Exactly. <laughs> it's the only spot that's available. It's great. This broth is great. Fantastic. Very flavorful. Very delicious. Definitely on the pricier side, but it's Burbank. So Goddamn I get it. Burbank. You know, Burbank don't got a lot of Vietnamese options. I get it. Yeah. But uh, hey, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. I mean, I always think about you first before my wife. <laughs> Whoa, they didn't even cook your beef. Yuck. <laughs> Dude, bro. Uh, this kind of smells different. Did you see that TikTok? There was a woman complaining that like this, this Vietnamese place, I ordered pho and the meat's not even cooked. <laughs> Let me tell you something, white people. Not even all. You need to keep some of your people in check. Because that would have been, been a lot more common maybe 10 years ago. Right, right, right. But get with it, whitey. Yeah. I can't control all of them. Yeah. Do Hurry up, Robin. <laughs> Fix it. I can't control all of them. So many are so stupid and racist. <laughs> I don't know what to do about it. I apologize oh, on behalf of white my people. My God. Um, they eat all the parts of the animal. Fucking savages. And they can't even cook their beef. <laughs> um, speaking of white people apologizing, I was just telling Chia about this where um, I don't know if you saw um, one time Sandra Oh was either like accepting an award or, or presenting something at, at one of the more casual award shows. It wasn't the Oscars. It might have been like SAG or um, one of them, right? Mm -hmm. And she was just talking about how great representation is. <coughs> oh, it's getting better. And um, she referenced that Emma Stone movie about Hawaii. Um, it's called Aloha. You hear about that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was a while ago. A while ago, a while ago. They, they had cast, so if y'all don't know, you know, there was a little controversy because they had cast Emma Stone to star in this movie about this, like, half Hawaiian girl or some shit like that. It was called mm -hmm. Aloha, right? And first of all, I love Emma Stone. I think she's great. Um, little bug-eyed, beautiful little, girl. Bug-eyed, funny mouth, pretty little thing, right? Yeah. And so... Um, Sandra Oh is talking about how, like, you know, represent representation for Asians is getting better. She's like, yeah. She said something about, like, you know, hopefully Hollywood doesn't have to do things like casting a, a white girl to play a Hawaiian or something like that, right? Yeah. And then Emma Stone is in the room, and you hear her go, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's tight. She's like, I'm sorry. Emma Stone's hilarious. <laughs> She's so funny and quirky. I actually, I'm such a fan. I love her. I fucking love that shit, dude. I love it when, like, <laughs> They don't take it seriously. Yeah. You know what I mean, it is what yeah. it is. They don't got, and it's like, I also feel weird when you have like that one white person that is so apologetic. Ah, uh, like, it's like, you're doing too much. Yeah, it's like, relax. Nobody's asking for all that. We yeah. say, just, just know you did some fucked up shit in the past. That's all. Like, like how sometimes you might read a, like, you might see a, a racially uh, charged humorous video online, but the only people that are offended are the white women. Exactly. <laughs> I recognize my privilege. And I just, like, yuck, dude. Fucking yuck. Be well, quiet. Like, what are they supposed to do, huh, David? You just, can't win, huh? Just say, hey, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, you got to say. Um, Ooh, th there's something I wanted to address that you brought up on Twitter that you've never brought up before. <laughs> You're funny utensil holding. Apparently, David So says, I hold my eating utensils. Tim, when he holds a utensil, I've never seen somebody use all their fucking fingers. <laughs> like, who the fuck uses all five fingers when they hold a utensil? What do you hold mean? A, hold a fork or a spoon. Like, when you go pick something up, when you... No, that's not how you do it, dog. <laughs> All right? You, you're like this. It's like every fucking finger. Do I? Now you got me, now you got me like... <laughs> I guess I do. You like, you hold it like this or something like this. Yeah. Yeah. You use every digit. I've never seen somebody use every digit when they hold a utensil. Here's the thing. I, so I, this is a weird memory that I have, but mm -hmm. when I was a little kid and my dad was teaching me how to like use chopsticks and use utensils and shit. Um, he told me to hold it like I was holding a pencil. Mm. Um, so I hold my pencil like this. You know, I got all four fingers on that motherfucker. I'm controlling it because I'm an artiste. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> that's just, I, I, I don't know. Well, how do you hold your forks, huh? Mr. Pro <laughs> Utensil Holder? Like this. And this is how you typically hold a pencil. You're, you're more like this. Oh, yeah. No, I put that extra finger on there. A yeah, more you got control. some extra shit on there. It's like somebody's trying to steal your food. That's, that's how you hold your shit. I got shit. a firm grip on that shit, dog. 100%. When I switched to yours right now, I was like, oh, this feels. This doesn't feel it safe feels, at all. It feels weak. It's <laughs> 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 your weak-ass fucking utensil holding. This shit came out the blue. He was like, he said something about like, 
Oh, I posted an old ass video from Paramount High where I was doing the pirate news. And he's like, you still hold your utensils the same weird way. I was like, this is new. <laughs> I feel like, you know, when you said that, I started dying laughing <laughs> because I picture you like reading the comment, right? You're like, oh, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what, the, what the fuck do you mean, huh? That's like that's like being married to someone for years and they're like, yeah, you know how you like you sleep in that annoying way? And you're like, huh? <laughs> yeah. You've been sleeping next to me for years, bitch. <laughs> it's like, I love you, but you know, you just kind of stink. Like, what? <laughs> oh, this place is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little mm-hmm. pricey, but it's not bad. It's like good for I normally, um, you oh, know. They also have. You got some, you got some, some extra, extra stuff. Shaking beef fries. Oh, fun. So if you guys don't know what shaking beef is, it's uh, balak lak. Balak. I don't know how to pronounce the uh, influctuations right. But, oh, it's balala. 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 Fuck that bitch. Um. But it's uh, shaking beef. Lock lack means like the sound of shaking. Oh, and, really? Yeah. Oh, lock lack 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 Bitch, if you keep talking, I'm just gonna lock lack lock lack you. <laughs> I don't wanna dive my utensils too much in there because I am getting over something. Um, Just to be safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Use the bowl and dump it in there. Oh, wow. You are a food genius, David. So I tell you, if there's ever an issue about how to get food in your mouth, David So has, has the solution. <laughs> As you stuff yourself with the food I bought, you stupid piece of shit. Thank you. <laughs> if you need somebody to figure out a way to shove something in your mouth, David So knows how. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm like, I hate being sick. It's so stupid. It's annoying. It's the worst. And, um, you know, I think Shannon Boudram told me, she's like, hey, man. Once you start putting your kid in daycare, just be ready to be sick for like three months. And <sighs> and I thought we were good because we had began taking Veda to daycare, you know, a couple months ago, probably just once a week or so, just trying it out. She's really beginning to enjoy it. So and then we took a little break because we have the new baby, Q, and we were someone said, hey, maybe you shouldn't. Um, take you should take a little daycare break when you have the new baby one for germs not to have these germs around the new baby and also because um we don't want veda to think like oh you have this new baby here now you're just dropping me off with these randos for hours you know what i'm saying so we took maybe like a month off from daycare and then we're like okay veda's kind of you know she's cool now so we took her back to daycare dropped her off for a bit she's having a good time but you know, she came back the other day with a little little sniffle, and I was like, "Shit, man!" Mm-hmm. So we're, not, we're trying to keep her away. I'm, we're really trying to keep her from like kissing the baby for a little bit. And then one day, I saw exactly when it happened. Veda was kind of like close to Q's face and just <clears throat> right Uh-oh. on his right on his face. I was like, "Ah, that was it, man!" And then he got sick. Chia got a little sniffy, but Chia, it didn't hit Chia as bad as me. I thought I was the lone survivor, bro. I thought I was going to make it through this shit, right? You lasted pretty fucking long, though, dude. Yeah, man, because you saw me tweeting about when the babies were sick. Mm-hmm. Veda got sick, and then Chia got a little sniffy, but she was fine. And then Q got a really bad cough, bro. Like, you could hear the oh, fucking loogie. break your heart? I know, because he can't do shit about it. And you know how you hear how my voice is right now? Imagine that on a baby, bro. So he would be like, like voice a little squeaking and shit it was so sad dog he'd be and he has these like he's been having these like really rough coughs at night and you could hear the fucking lug in his throat and there's really nothing you can do right so we're just kind of waiting i thought i made it through that shit i was washing my hands like every five minutes um i wasn't kissing my babies i wasn't kissing my wifey i wasn't doing shit that's a lonely ass fucking week dog oh it wasn't bad <laughs> and then if you don't know, one, one you, of, not my favorite. Look, <laughs> look, 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 one of the perks of growing up an only child, I'm good, dog. That's right, that's right, that's right. I don't need, I don't need motherfucking love and attention all the time. Bro, I, so <laughs> I just had a, a conversation with somebody about, a lot of people don't know I'm an introvert, right? Mm. Like, I'm good just like spacing out by myself. And I only like being around a group of people, but they have to be select. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It could be five, six people, but we have to be all on the same wavelength. Yeah. So if it's like 40 people in there, <laughs> that shit irritates the fuck out of me. And it makes me drained. So yeah, a lot of yeah. People, I've, I've seen you in those type of uh, environments. Yeah. You kind of tune off almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because I feel like if I don't do that, I'm going to get irritated. Mm. And then I just become an asshole. And I don't want people – that, that's not on them. That's on me. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with them. So it's like I might as well just tune out a little bit mm. and just be chill and then only converse when you have to. So I I was trying to get somebody to understand like what that's like. And they were telling me this is like an introvert's worst nightmare. They, <laughs> they live in a house with other people uh. right when they wake up. They're singing fucking show tunes <laughs> and fucking Disney songs. And I was like, that is my worst fucking nightmare. What you got against show tunes and Disney songs? No, just some. What you? What if you woke up right in the morning, right? <laughs> well, I don't know you, extrovert. But some, you, right when you step in, your fucking boogers are crusted. You come out, you just want a cup of coffee and you see the sun will come out. <laughs> Tomorrow. I am an introvert extrovert, all right? I mm. got a nice little balance. I um I think it would depend who it is. Um to be honest. And I think it would depend on the song. <laughs> like you know, I and we've talked about this. I, I people think I'm way more of an extrovert than I actually am. I fucking love being by myself. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. You know what I'm saying? I do not crave to be around people at all during the whole pandemic when people when, when all the fake introverts were like oh man this is really affecting my mental health i need to be around people i was like y'all fake you've been complaining on twitter about how much you hate people i actually hate people <laughs> yeah. i'm about this life i'm thriving right now so um you know, I lived alone. When I moved out of my family's house, I lived alone for like five, six years, uh, you know, with the exception of the occasional visit from Chia while we're doing long distance. So I love it, right? But there were times, um, immediately what, when you say that, it reminds me of there was a month where there was like five people staying in my condo with me, bro. God. Yes. Damn. Benji was checking out LA to see if he wanted to move here. So he was staying with me. Lil Craze. Came along also to kick it for for in L.A. To see he's what tiny was though. He could fit in the closet. <laughs> My homie Joan Lee from Long Beach. For whatever reason, he lives in fucking Long Beach. And I was in Paramount. It's 15 minutes from Long Beach. Was also decided to stay with us. Hey, man. I would never say this now, but back in the day, fucking gay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> um, my homegirl from the Bay, singer Michelle Martinez, was also, she was like, I want to see what's up with you with LA, right? So she stayed for a little bit. It was like a fucking month, to four to six weeks. There was four. Oh, and then Andrew Garcia also. Decided to join the party. Bro, that sounds like a disaster, man. I, I could never. It was the fucking, the real world Asian in my house, right? And and I was cool with it for maybe like the third, fourth, after like three weeks, I was like, all right, man, y'all gotta get the fuck out of here, just in my head. But, it, you know, I was still sleeping in my own room. I was sleeping by myself. Everyone else was outside, right? That must have been the best time of the day when <laughs> you were just in the room by yourself. Yes, man. I mean, you know, and those were all the homies. It was a good time. But, um, but that... I say all that to say that there was there would be certain mornings, especially when me and Andrew would get super drunk some nights, um, where and this just happens with me and Andrew too. We get super drunk. He crashed in my place, and I'd wake up to him just fucking strumming his guitar, <laughs> singing with his little heavenly raspy voice, mm-hmm. singing some fucking tune, and I'm like, and I'd wake up and I'm like, ah, oh, this is nice, and I I give him a kiss on the forehead. Okay, different. <laughs> Andrew's voice is amazing. <laughs> all right. And if he's playing guitar with that, that's a great way to wake up. Dude, it's beautiful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if it's just a bunch of three off-key motherfuckers <laughs> singing fucking show tunes and shit, I'm shooting people. Dude, and I'm going to end up on the fucking news. Andrew's different. You can't have a, a class A grade A singer yeah. and then compare it to three people just going, you know, <laughs> scrambling A, squad it, squad it, squall. I fucking lose my fucking mind, dog. Dude, here's something me and Chia had to learn about each other in our first year of marriage. Now, mind you, just me and her, no babies at this point, right? Fucking honeymoon stage. We're loving each other, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one day, she woke up. I'm in the kitchen. I was either making breakfast or cleaning. I got my fucking music bumping. Because after I, I'm first awake, uh, if I'm awake, I'm awake. So I got my music playing, probably some fucking Ja Rule hits or some shit. I'm in the kitchen grooving. She comes out. She's like, babe, can we just let me have my coffee first? <laughs> she's like, I just... No music before I have my You're coffee. You're fucking Mariel, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're Mariel, man. I'm Mariel. Because Mariel, when we first, this is before we moved in together. Yeah. It was the first time I spent the night at her place, uh-huh. right? And first thing in the morning, what she does, she goes into the bathroom, starts getting ready. But she plays her stupid ass fucking music on that janky ass speaker on that phone. <laughs> and that shit is sharp. 
<laughs> and I'm sleep- and that's all I hear. She's just singing her ass off. And I'm like, babe, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> like, that shit, too much. He goes, that's my routine. I was like, you got to change it because I can't do it. And so now <laughs> she'll play it. But it's at a lower volume uh-huh. and it's not blasting. Mm. So we have to get that good medium. But I couldn't stand it. It would, it would kill me. Same shit. There was a night where um, <laughs> I had no idea the acoustics in our bathroom were so good. Okay. I'm playing my music, showering. I did not think it was uh, a loud uh, volume. Chia, I guess, had a migraine. She used to get a lot of migraines. That's right. And um, she had a migraine this night. And I closed the door of our shower. I got I got some music playing. <laughs> it was so funny at the time, and she didn't think it was funny. <laughs> I'm playing my music, having a good time, showering. Those are the best, by the way. <laughs> she, she comes into the bathroom after trying to sleep. And mind you, I got my shit bright too, right? She comes into the bathroom. She's doing this, <laughs> just pointing at her head in pain. Babe, turn it down. And I was like, I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Inside, I'm cracking up. <laughs> my lord, yeah. I can't focus <laughs> the sound. She fucking creeps in like Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to us, nice and fresh and wiggly. <laughs> Please, the music is too loud. What? Hey, you've never done that around me before. That's really good. (laughs) All right, well, I'm going to blow my nose and we'll be right back. Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it, okay? But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year, and that's why I'm effing with Hero Bread, okay? Hero Bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart-healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth watering cheeseburger but guess what hero bread is offering 10 percent off your order of their new recipe go to hero.co and use code dudes10 at checkout that's d-u-d-e-s one zero at h-e-r-o dot c-o i love it hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey y'all, it's Tim. And David. And if you want to listen to Dudes Behind the Foods without ads, now you can. Just go to dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com. Thanks. So what, but, but now that we have Veda, bro, what I've been doing now is I've been trying to inject my morning joy back into the routine. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, she loves it, huh? Right. Because we have a little hyper two-year-old now and Chia now, she's up at like 5.30 a.m. every day. Oh, before you continue, can I just say this? Yeah. Dude, your little daughter's smart as shit. She's a fucking genius. And what I mean by that is like her, <laughs> um, only because I've been around a lot of kids mm-hmm. to like kidnap the fuck out of them. No. I, um, cause I was at church. And I okay. used to take care of the daycare stuff. Okay. Well, you can see kids who are a little uh, slower, who are a little smarter. Most kids are pretty average. But she speaks really well for her age. Like, she's up in, like, the 98th percentile. You think so? From what I've seen a lot at her age. So, I, of course, I have nothing to compare it to. Yeah. I've never grown up around kids. Like, she's saying full-ass sentences. She's saying full sentences. Isn't that wild? Um, I didn't realize 
how uh, advanced she might be up until I started reading Instagram comments. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Because there was somebody, <laughs> I posted the, that one video of, of Veda counting in Spanish and in English, and someone was like, damn, my son's way older than Veda, and he can't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like most kids, I think from what I remember, right? Mm -hmm. I think like when they were around like two or something, because mm -hmm. we had a very small church, so you know a lot of the leaders would switch around positions. And so, you know, it'll be us and a bunch of like other youth and some other parents. We'll be watching some of the kids. If they're like the age of two, they will be like, this, have, you know, just a mm -hmm. few words. But fucking Veda's over here saying full ass sentences. I'm like, damn, mm -hmm. I forget how old she is sometimes. She's at this point, she's two years, four months. And um, yeah. here's what's really been impressing me is that um, not only she's saying sentences, but her um, verb conjugation Oh, my man said verb conjugation. <laughs> is really good in terms of like, she'll see me holding the baby and she'll say, daddy's holding Q instead of like, daddy hold Q. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and she really kind of has a grasp on that shit. And yeah, it's really good. It's a trip, bro. It's a trip every day. <laughs> she did this the other day, fucking shocked me. Because I've been teaching her, you know, you know, she's a very demanding child. So mm -hmm. we try to make sure she knows how to say please, right? So she'd be like, you know, um, you know, uh, daddy, water. I'm like, water, what's the magic words? Please. I'm like, okay, water, please. I'm like, okay, cool, I'll bring her water. The other day, I asked her for something. And then she looked at me and she went, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, please, please. Yes, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. But yeah, man. You know what the hard transition from that is? It's like. It's like getting the kid to understand that even if you say please, it doesn't mean you get what you want. Oh, right. That oh, is dude. hard. That's 100% accurate because now she thinks please is literally a magic word. Mm -hmm. Like if we'll be like, you know, it's like fucking bedtime and she's like, ice cream? And I'm like, no, baby, no, no. It's time to go to bed. She goes, ice cream, please. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, sorry. Yeah. He goes, it doesn't fucking work. <laughs> like they don't understand. Dog, let me tell you this funny ass story. Mm -hmm. And- Bart is probably one of the most funniest people I've ever met in my fucking life. Because sometimes when he says things, he doesn't he doesn't realize how fucking funny it is. Mm -hmm. So what I've seen from everybody, and I'm going to be this parent too, I already know. Like you're going to think that your kid's the, the smartest fucking thing ever because they're just learning new things. Mm -hmm. So Bart literally is talking to me. He goes, hey, man, do I think Taika's a fucking genius? I'm like, oh, really? What did he do? He goes, okay. So Taika was having trouble because he doesn't know how to put on his underwear. I'm like, all right, this sentence already. <laughs> this, this, this already does not sound like your kids are smart. He goes, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. But look. So he kept on putting both his feet through one hole. <laughs> like trying not to laugh. He goes, but I asked him what's wrong. And he goes, I'm frustrated. Oh. And I go, okay. He goes, dude. He said the word frustrated. <laughs> I'm like, but he can't figure out which legs go to which hole in his underwear. And we were busting up laughing. Oh, I didn't really think about it like that. I was like, yeah. I was like, also too, Bart, you're, you're kind of confusing. He's like, I couldn't say it. I was like, yeah, because you're bilingual. You had to learn two languages growing up. Yeah. So he knows one language. He's going to be way more advanced than all of our kids. Their English is going to be way more advanced. Yeah. So it was just so funny him explaining to me his kid couldn't put on his underwear. He's like, he's a fucking genius. That is hilarious, he's man. So, Bart is so fucking funny, man. It's a trip, dog. It's a trip, man. Um, I'm excited to see your kids, bro, in the future, man. Um, oh, man, if God graces me with one child, I'll be very, very grateful, man, because... I do, I'll be honest, I'm scared to have kids. Mm. I'm fucking frightened, but. Because of like the state of the world and shit? Not the state of the world, just like, I feel like I'm a kid. Oh. You know what I mean? Like I'm scared mm. and um, like, I'm very good with kids, mm -hmm. but I get to take off my uncle hat on and off whenever I want. Right. And the things that I'm scared of is like, I, there are bad habits that I have that I got from my dad mm. and I see it come out. Mm. So I'm trying to make sure I catch these things before it happens. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're self-aware. You know what I'm saying? I think oh, it's so scary. At the very least, you know, you understand what you don't want to pass on, right? Mm -hmm. And that's difficult too. Like um, a lot of times you probably won't even, a lot of people probably don't even notice those patterns in themselves until they, they do it mm. inadvertently, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think you're going into it, you know, uh, self-aware of yourself, bro. I think you'll be a great dad, man. I hope so, dude. Like, 
Also, too, like the things that I think about is I, I didn't really think about this. Uh, somebody put it in my head. They go, you're going to find out, man. There are certain friends that you'll never bring around your kids. Mm. I'm like, oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. They're mm. like, yeah, they're cool as your homies outside. But would you let them around your kid? Would you want their kids around your kids? Interesting. Like, Fuck, I didn't even think about that shit. Interesting. Because those things will influence your kids more than you will, you know? Right, I'm right, like, right. Fuck, I didn't even think about that shit. I'd be getting stressed out about shit I don't even have. Well, you got to make sure that they're not. You know, of course, your party homies aren't going to be partying around your kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, that that kind of reminds me of the conversation we had when um, you asked me to officiate your wedding. Yeah, you're like, "Hey, are you down to officiate this shit?" I'm like, "Are you sure?" Mar-? I was like, Mar-? <laughs> "I was like, Mariel's cool with that because yeah. I feel like, yo, me and Mar- Mariel are cool." But and we've hung out a few times, you know, it's always a good time. But I feel like in her head, I'm just all inappropriate jokes all the time, right? And dick. <laughs> I was gonna get up there. Pussy, dick, <laughs> ass, sex, sex. Hey, hey, sex. hey, she, uh, David's mom, guess what? Sex. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> a pastor, right? <laughs> your husband's a pastor, right? <laughs> Fucking your mom. <laughs> but then I asked David, I was like, Mary was good with that? He's like, she. She knows you're not stupid, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> she knows you're not dumb. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Then it's on then, you know? Um, and yeah, you know, I think that is definitely something in terms of who you bring around mm-hmm. that you consider. But for me, shit, man, I like, you know, we've talked about this before. I just, I don't hang out with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love my boys, you know? Yeah. All my homies that I bring around my friends, I'm like, oh, it's so great. Like, they... They love Veda. Veda loves my homies. And um, that's not really an issue I've ever had. I feel like all the homies I've outgrown that I wouldn't want around my kids, they've been a thing of the past. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we grown now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We move, we move different. Bro, we started doing like uh, finance stuff together recently. You and Mario? Yeah, I've oh. never done that with somebody before. Oh, Lord. And it's just trippy, dude. Like, she's organized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck, she has spreadsheets on spreadsheets on top of everything. And I really got to see the like the money and the finance stuff. And mm. I'm like, damn, I'd be spending a lot of money on dumb shit. Mm. You know? Like really dumb shit. I'm like, why did I buy that? Yeah. Wait, why did I buy that? Wait, why did I buy that? I'm like, mm. oh, yeah, I'm dumb, dude. You know what's funny is me and Chia actually just got into a little thing where she knows I'm busy and she's also, you know, a very organized person and I'm not, right? And Something happens, like sometimes, you know, she she gets she freaks out sometimes because we'll get like the letter for the mortgage or the letter for the car payments. And she's like, is this paid? It's like it's it's you know, it's already like, you know, the tenth of the month. Is this paid yet? I'm like, I'm like, first of all, babe, we have until the eleventh to pay, all right? Second of all, yeah, I, I paid it on my phone. It's cool, right? Or and she's like, Okay, well, can you write down that it's paid so I'm not freaking out? And she's always like, Can you just let me she wants to handle the bills and shit, right? And even though I do know that she would be so organized with it, we kind of got into a little, it wasn't like a thing, but I was like, baby, honestly, like, I kind of like doing it, you know? For me, Mm. I feel like I enjoy... That's my shit! Yeah, like, take you, like, being... I take care of this shit. Yeah, even though all our, my, like, my money's her money, her money's my money, I feel like... I like being like, oh, I'm the man of the house, I'm paying the bills in the beginning of the month, you Mm -hmm. know? And she kind of is like, she's like, babe, just let me do it. And I'm like, oh, I'm thinking about it because I do. It will help you out a lot, though. Yes, I know. I know that. All right. Because I really, <laughs> by the way, this was a conversation that uh, Mary and I had on our honeymoon. Oh, okay. And so we never did this before. And so now that she's setting it, it's hard. It, I, I, I agree with you because it's weird. Mm-hmm. This is the shit that we've been doing our whole lives. Like, also, too, like, when I really think about it, it's kind of like I, we grew up fucking broke. Yeah. So the idea that we can do this kind of is pleasurable. It's like, I never thought that I, I could be able to pay for shit like this. Mm. So when I do it, it feels like, man, this is my shit. Right. You know? So yeah. when we let go of that stuff, it feels fucking weird, man. Yeah, man. I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, marrying Chia, um, there's so many things. We operate differently, right? And I just, um, and I, for the most part, I have like, molded to how she does things because I really don't care how shit gets done as long as it gets done, right? Mm-hmm. She's the one that has the very particular process for things. So I'm like, yeah, man, sure, let's do it your way. Um, and then when it came to the bills, I'm like, well, this is, in my head, I'm like, this is my shit, right? Okay, 
maybe you have no idea what's going on because yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. write it down. Yeah. But trust, just trust your boy to handle it. It's you gonna know? be handled. I was like, just trust me, I'll handle it. And um, and, sometimes it feels like, what, what you think I'm dumb? Like, you yeah, it, it, sometimes <laughs> it does. Sometimes it's like, why, why can't you just let me handle it? You so know, listen, before I was together with you and before we were living together, I had this all handled. I was great. Yeah. Um. So you know, there there is that aspect of it, but at the same time, it's like. Also, when I really think about it, it's like, it's not that serious, right? Like, of course she trusts me with the shit, right? Um, and she's just trying to help. But at the same time, I'm like, just let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we definitely had these moments, too, where, like, I, <clears throat> so what I did, you know, I had a long talk with the uh, <clears throat> therapist. And then we were just like, I was like, okay. And, you know, this is a, a new person, but it was kind of nice to talk to this person. And he was just like, okay. What is your hang up with like doing these finances together? It's like, I don't know. It feels like I makes me feel like I have somebody watching over me. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm a grown ass fucking man. Oh, so y'all had other conversations before you got to this point? This is recently. I because I had a because it bothered me that it bothered me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And sometimes when I can't, I think mo most of the times I could sit there and kind of stew in my own thoughts and kind of figure it out. This one I just couldn't figure out. Mm. It was like, okay, like, what does it feel like? It's like, you're probably going through that thought of like this is this was something that you enjoyed because it was some shit that you could take care of now. Like you never thought you could have this type of life. And a lot of it goes back to being poor. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It has nothing to do with like control per se, but mm -hmm. it's something I enjoy because I couldn't do that before. Mm. So when I get it done, it feels fucking good. Yes. You know? <clears throat> but the problem with that is like, well, now you're married and now things are coming together. So your life and her life are kind of intertwining. So if that gives, if that makes your household stronger, what's more important to you? This like this feeling of accomplishment or making your household stronger? Right. I was like, ah, fuck. All right, bitch, you're yeah. fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it always kind of boils down to, right? I have to remind myself. I'm like, at the end of the day, it's about the team, right? Mm -hmm. Like she's trying to help, and I realize that my way of doing things <laughs> keep stresses her out a little bit. It was, like, our way of doing is pretty chaotic. <laughs> it, it completely, 100%. <laughs> but guess what? It gets done. Shit gets done, man. Exactly. I'll be like, I'll have, like, when I used to handle my, my bills and all my papers and shit, I'd have, like, four different piles of just mess, right? And she'd put it away, and I'd be like, ooh, babe. What'd you do? Oh, <laughs> uh, I, this pile was a very specific pile. Uh, she's like, well, it just looked like trash all over the place. I'm like, I know, but it's my trash. <laughs> I understood what I was doing with the trash, you know? And that just was something we had to learn about each other, figure out. Um, it's a learning process. It still is. Like being with somebody for a very long time, I, like I don't think people really get this too. Or I, I feel like this is probably one of the smartest things I've ever said was like, being in a serious relationship isn't more about getting to know the other person. It's more about getting to know yourself. A hundred percent. Like they reveal things out of you that you never knew or never had to think about. Because you, yes, exactly. You're just living your life. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. That's why I've learned too. Even with the whole thing, it's like, I just don't want to take Ritalin. I don't want to be, I don't want to medicate myself to fix a problem that I feel that if I put more effort into, mm. it can get better. So what I do now, and this is ever since we had the, uh, um, she and I were talking, especially about the ADHD thing. Like we joke around about it a lot, but ADHD fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, I have a task list now every day. Mm -hmm. And then the other day she was kind of getting on my case. She goes, I thought you had a task list. Aren't you get I was like, listen, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> my task list is set for today. If it's not the end of the day, be quiet. <laughs> she goes, well, can you get this? No, no, no. My task list I have an order of importance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you're asking for, it will get done at 1 a.m. in the morning because that's how little I care about it. <laughs> and she did not like that. So you're saying I'm at the bottom of your task list? I was like, you know what? Yes. <laughs> Me measuring this room doesn't need to get done right now. It doesn't. Yeah. And then, you know, it got done. And she goes, did you do it? I was like, take a look at your text messages. It's measured out. I sent it to you. Mm. So don't trip. Because my task list <laughs> yeah. will get done. We'll get done. You know, Chia had bought me this uh, it's adorable, super thoughtful gift. It's this little whiteboard that you can place in front of your keyboard for your computer with, you know, and you can it's so you can write down your to-do list while you're on your computer, get shit done, exit off, right? I thought this is amazing. 
for how I function and it'll help me a lot. Barely have used it. <laughs> <laughs> you like the idea of this? <laughs> I, sat, I sat down in front of it the other day, looked at my list from a fucking month ago, dog. I was like, oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's I, right. I probably, yeah, I probably should have did that. No, I had one of those ADHD <laughs> moments today where, like, I kind of been able to pinpoint what happens now. Yeah. It's like, I went to go, so there's a tomato plant that died, so I have to harvest the last few, and then I have to pull it out. But I went to the backyard to go back in the house to get uh, these pruning shears so I could take the tomatoes off. Uh-huh. But along the way... I'll think of something dumb, like a funny sketch mm-hmm. that I'm supposed to go into the kitchen, then I go into the studio. <laughs> and then I start working on it, and I'm like, wait, I was supposed to do something else. And I forget. And I walk back, I see the tomatoes again. And I go, cool. That's right, I gotta get those shears. I start walking. I'm like, is that a squirrel? <laughs> How many squirrels we got in this tree? Right? And I'm like, damn, are these squirrels? <laughs> then it yeah. starts going off again. Dude, it's um uh, now because you know that's can be very frustrating. It is frustrating as fuck. I try to write it down immediately. And, you know, when we're in traffic, right, I come up with some dope shit. And I'll immediately fucking voice note it in my notepad or whatever. Because I, and, and sometimes I'll be like, oh, no, this was so dope. I'm not going to forget it. And then I'll get home and be like, fuck, I have no t- idea. Happened to me twice yesterday. I can't remember what the fuck it is. It's pissing me off. Well, we're going to sit and think about it, and we'll be right back. All right, now. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. Thing. Oh, it was ADHD shit. And that's the best example. <laughs> well, anyways, fuck it. Um, if you guys see me on the street and you see my nose crusty, it's because I've been blowing my nose for the past two days. It's not because I have boogers, okay? So calm down, relax, fall back, chill out, all of it. And then kiss me in the mouth. <laughs> and kiss me on the mouth so I can give you these sweet, sweet antibodies. Yo, I'll tell you this. There are certain things that a fan say that actually feel really good. Mm. That it's like the most uh, random thing, right? So yeah. I was um, getting like some uh, pastries at the shop that I go, fuck, I can't remember. They want to shout them out. But either way, they uh, this person came up there. I was just like chop- chopping it up with um, the barista, just making jokes. Mm. We were just cracking each other up. And the person was behind. There was two people behind me that were fans. And they came over and they're like, can I just say something? You were just as funny as you are on the podcast as you are in person. <laughs> and I was like, that is so sweet. <laughs> and I asked them, I was like, well, why do, you, why do you say that, right? They're like, well, because like I've met some other YouTubers and they're just like, you know, they're not that charming. <laughs> like they're really kind of boring and like they don't really like, you know, like they don't look happy to see us or whatever. Mm. I was like, oh, I was like, you know what? Some people just have off days. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you can't, but I, I do understand what they're saying. Like I think because sometimes when you're on camera, you have to put up such a huge persona. Yeah. That when you meet the person in real life, they actually don't talk much. They don't say anything. I think, well, you and me have probably learned our lesson, man. And, I, and props to you because I know, you know, you hate uh, having to put on like that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I've said before, you know, I've learned a long time ago from that one Meet and greet where the guy was like, oh, I don't know, man. Tim just had a vibe about him, right? Yes, and I sent assassins to him. Yeah, good. I'm you glad. I hope you idiot. I hope you fucking peed in his Cheerios, dog. Um, <laughs> London <and> folk. <laughs> I'll pee in your London folk, you idiot. <laughs> you idiot. Now I step it up. You know what I'm saying? I pep it up a little bit. But even even what if I'm not like if if the stepping it up doesn't necessarily mean like my energy is like I'm fucking ugh, but I'm just kind of like, you know, um, I put a good foot forward, like almost like I'm on a job interview yeah, 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 with these yeah. fucking kids, you know, because I, I know that for me, yeah, it's, it's, it, it can be annoying to have to do that all the time. But for them, it's a fucking, it's two minutes out of their life that they're going to remember for a long time. And, you know, and they've probably been fans of me for a while and I want to leave a good taste in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm definitely, I had this one thing somebody said, it was like high-key kind of offensive, but they were trying to compliment me. They go, hey man, you know what? You know, in person, you're not as cool as I thought you were, dog. And I was like, 
what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Yeah. They're like, you're kind of a dweeb. And I'm what? Like, I was like, what do you mean? They're like, well, like you like, I was like, no, that's not what I mean. Like, you're kind of just like normal. Like you, uh-huh. you like geek out about things. It's like, yeah, I never said I was like a cool kid. <laughs> like you probably thought I was cool because you saw, you see me on like TV, but yeah. I, I'm like an anime watching dweeb. It's just, I'm very comfortable in my dweebiness. Yes. That's, that's where, <laughs> that's where the cool comes in. Yeah. You know, bro, someone left me the most backhanded comment. <laughs> A backhanded compliment on a reel I put up or a short I put on YouTube. Um, And it was a clip from the episode of No Chaser I did with my ex, right? And somebody who thought in their head that they were saying something nice about me were like, damn, Tim's game must be ridiculous, right? Because my ex is attractive. And someone replied to that. They were like, yo, LOL, backhanded as fuck, right? I'm like, what the fuck, man? I'm cute. (laughs) What you trying to say, bro? Like, wow, how did you get that? This motherfucker must be the most charming man in the whole world. You got well, you got a lot of money back then, or, or what's going on? Oh man, I swear, man. These kids, these kids that like I, I you know, so that reel I put up, um, and actually that video with my ex, um, did really well algorithmically. Mm. Got suggested to a lot of people that didn't know me as well as people that used to watch me, right? So, of course, when something hits the algorithm like that, you get the uh, influx of new people that have never seen you before, right? Oh, yeah. So, for the first time in a long time, I got the, how did he get her? <laughs> oh, man, out of his league type shit. Or, or when they would see, when the video of Veda holding my hand while I'm next to Chia, that shit hit the algorithm kind of crazy. So, it's a lot of like, damn, he could get a baddie like that? I'm like... Why are men so lame? I don't know, dude. Like, what? Where does that come from? I don't get it. Well, because they're kind of, it's like self-reflection, right? They go, well, I can't get a girl to talk to me like that. It's like, well, you write comments like that because you're lame. They're projecting. They're insecure. They don't understand it. I always just tell them, I tell you what, bro, you go back and watch my videos because I've been helping men. Get poon for 10 years now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, have you seen like these pickup artist guys? Oh. They're the worst, man. I know. And they they transfer these. And I, okay, this is just anybody who's young out there that's listening to this, right? If you're reading a pickup artist book, <laughs> just to let you know, you are the biggest fucking lame on earth. It's true. Not because like you can't get women. It's because the stuff that you read in those books, you try to apply it to every aspect of your life. <laughs> and it's so fucking apparent that when you become like past the age of like 25, you become that guy that nobody wants around you. Because <laughs> everything you do is a weird game and it, you could sniff it. It's so apparent. Yeah. They're like, I had to tell this one dude that I knew and I knew he was, he's a really cool dude, but he, you could tell he read those pickup artist books and he never told me this, but okay. I knew off jump. Okay. And I was like, Hey, let me ask you something. I was like, you, you, you do those pickup artist shits. Uh-huh. And he goes, Oh, I did when I was, he actually helped me out a lot. I was like, it didn't. You're fucking weird. <laughs> he's like, why? I was like, this is what you do. Whether it's a guy or girl, you do that thing where you try to be just enough available where you miss calls, miss texts, don't respond to things because you want people to kind of like think that you're busy. You do that. He's like, I don't do that. I'm like, yes, you do. Yeah. Because every time I text you something important, right, you don't hit me back up until the next, and you act like you didn't see the text. Yeah. I was like, that is the lamest technique that you read in that fucking book. <laughs> He's like, oh, I guess I kind of do do that. I was like, stop it. Nobody <laughs> likes it. And then everybody in the group was like, yeah, it's fucking annoying. <laughs> like, it's fucking annoying. That's such a silly thing. Um, Me and Rick have talked about this where, you know, I get it. It comes from like really old old movies that we, even we grew up on, right? Mm, it was like, mm. don't call her, don't text her right away. You don't want to seem too desperate. It's old and dusty, bro. We're, we're like, you know, we would text girls that we're dating back or going on first date back and and Rick had some girl who was like, damn, we replying all fast. He's like, my phone's in my hand. Exactly. My fo- Literally everybody has their phone in their hand all the time. Why wouldn't I just reply to you? Yeah, like, what am I going to do? Just, nah, 40 minutes later. Yeah, why are you making <laughs> this weird? Report? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a reminder. Bring. Text Brittany. <laughs> There's this episode. What's up, bitch? <laughs> What's up, bitch? Sorry I didn't reply sooner. I was fucking busy fucking other bitches, bitch. <laughs> bitch, you want to fuck now, huh? You don't know I'm masturbating to you right now. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, that's so hot. A real man. Wow, alpha male. Oh, dog. <laughs> oh I, can't, Andrew Tate. I can't believe it's people that use alpha and beta in real conversations, dog. For reals? Yes, bro. Like, well, or like, I don't know if it's real conversations, but 
motherfuckers will like I've seen people uh okay, so the the reel of me and my ex that went kind of viral or, or just hit the algorithm right was like me just saying, Hey, I apologize for gaslighting you in our relationship, blah, blah, blah. And a couple comments was like, This is beta. <laughs> this is Wait, beta. what's what's that mean? Like what? there's the alpha male. And then after alpha, there's beta, alpha, beta, gamma. Oh, that's like, like, oh, the alpha male is like the I run shit. The alpha male is like you know the the yeah exactly. The if man, my wife man. speaks up, I sock her in her teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I better come home to a fucking three course meal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and beta is the like the second play. You know what I'm saying? If you're the beta male, then your woman is the alpha. Ah, you feel okay. me? Okay. And so it was a couple comments. Why this is beta? This is beta behavior. I'm like, what? What? Why are men so lame? <laughs> you know what's the funniest thing? The ones that say that's beta behavior are usually the fucking <laughs> ugly, weird-looking, lonely ones that have no fucking friends that couldn't get a fucking girl to talk to them anyways. And they're like, that's because they don't want a real man. It's like, no, you're fucking ugly, dude. That's why. You're hideous. Nobody fucking likes you. And when you die, not a single person will show up at your fucking funeral. Think about it like that, bitch. Yeah, bitch. You beta bitch. I <laughs> I don't like it when you tell people they can't feel the way they feel. I don't like it when you tell fucking men that they can't cry. I'm not saying guys should cry all the time, but sometimes we in our fucking feelings. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> you know? I don't want to be pent up all the time. You have any idea how hard it was to be a 90s kid? You couldn't show fucking emotions for shit. <laughs> it sucked. And I'm showing my emotions besides anger. I, I used to show my emotions too much, I think. Um, and then I learned my lesson. A girl taught me. Really? Yeah. Um... I was a very, like with my very first girlfriend, Tina Park, when we were 15, <laughs> I, I was a crying, I was a crying ass boy to the point where like, she was like, such an artist. We, yeah, I know. Right. Well, such a Pisces. We get into an argument. She'd be like, are you crying again? <laughs> Dude. Be beta, beta shit, right? <laughs> Don't do that in front of a Korean woman. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know y'all were so fucking hardcore, bro. <laughs> like a Korean girl sees you cry. Hey, what's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> So why you cry, huh? <laughs> it's like a, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I didn't know she was fucking getting verbally abused her whole life and taking it like a G. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that's, that's how y'all function, all right? All she said was like, I don't like it when you do this. You start crying. She goes, my dad literally told me he's going to sock me in my pussy. <laughs> he called me a whore for hanging I, out I with you. I didn't know, okay? So I was a very emotional kid growing yeah. up, right? And so... There was this girl who I was, like, obsessed with when I was, like, I don't know. I want to say 19. Yes. Um, this black and Mexican girl. She's beautiful. And we, I got her number at Foot Locker. Uh, and we, like, smashed once. And I was very just all about this girl, right? But she would do things that were very, not mean, but she definitely wouldn't meet me where I was at. Um, for one, she was kind of already dating somebody, but um, I would always kind of like bend over backwards for her. She could be very like dismissive towards me and I would still like always call her back, always text her, um, regardless of how like, um, just, ah, I guess you could say disrespectful she was being. Until one day, I think, she was like, Tim, you're too, she, she, she basically was saying I was too nice, right? She was like, Tim, no matter what I say to you, you keep coming back. She's like, she's like, when are you just gonna like, basically telling me to man up, right? And I fucking, finally one day I was like, fuck, she's right, you know? And um, she said something to me and I was like, all right, bye. And I hung up and like, I didn't talk to her for so long after that. But then that was the first time I realized, yes, you should be in touch with your emotions and it's important to, you know, have some sensitivity, but also like, I ain't no bitch, right? I was like, I need to balance this out. High key though, you want to talk about a girl who needs therapy. <laughs> that, that, that one's a little interesting. <laughs> look, look, she um, she had her issues as well. She's a dip. I'm taking advantage of you <laughs> on purpose. I love it. <laughs> but you got to stick up for yourself and sock me in my mouth every now and then. She was one of those, it was look, very toxic behavior for sure, where she's like, you know. Damn, girl. Uh, but, she need help. But I learned my lesson from her where I was like, it is important to have a balance, right? To be like, look, I'm sensitive, but I ain't no bitch, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of, after that point, 
um, I was still very like in tune with my emotions, but I also knew there was a point where I'm like, okay, uh, let me let me let me check this a little bit. You feel me? Yeah, you can't you can't have your heart on your sleeve at all times. You yeah. know what I mean? You got to hold a little bit for yourself because I feel like a lot of the times, you know, the emotions are great, but it, it sometimes shows weakness when it doesn't need to be shown. Yeah, yeah, right. Like you can be vo- open and vulnerable with select people. And at certain times, right? Mm-hmm. Other times you need to keep yourself together and then figure out what's going on and then maybe let it out. Like I, I feel like when I when my dad was actually surprised when I was younger, he says like I used to be such a crybaby when I was a kid. Mm. And then when I became an adult, I stopped crying. Mm. And I think it was just because you, know, you kind of grew up in a bad neighborhood and people just you they see any type of emotion out, they'll fucking eat that shit up. Right. So you had to act like you're a little horror than you are, no matter how geeky or dweeby I was. <laughs> I just was so scared to like show an emotion. Yeah. Because I felt like I was gonna get my shit stolen. I was like, something bad was gonna happen. Yeah. So you had to act a little more tough than you could. And then I would go home and cry my little eyes out. <laughs> I cried so much at home though. <laughs> you know what I used to do? <laughs> Did you <laughs> This is, I'm laughing at myself right now because it's so funny. As a little kid, now mind you, I was an only child, right? I was an emotional only child. So, you know, I would do the, you know, like sometimes my parents would 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 scold me or whatever and I'd be pissed and I'd fucking like go to a pillow and cry into the pillow or cuss into the pillow, right? Um, or yell into the pillow. But sometimes what I would do, bro, as somebody who, natural born performer, right? Um, my my parents would yell at me. I'd be fucking pissed and sad. I would like <laughs> cry, look in the mirror, and like do a whole like fucking sad parent like a monologue. Like, how could you say that to me? <laughs> Hold on, so good, bro. Hey, this is the last podcast. This is actually the finale. <laughs> like, I, I can no longer be friends with this guy anymore. <laughs> you beta male. <laughs> I just you're so funny. I could just picture you being such an artist going cry. How could you say that? Oh man, too too much, too much. How could you say that to me? No, 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 no. How could you say? Hey, let's just be glad I got that out of my system as a kid, and I'm not somebody who fucking cries and puts it on Instagram, right? Thank God I'm not a. I just hold on a second. Let me get this filter. Let me get this filter right. I've been going through it, Joe. <laughs> that shit forever. Well, I call it tripod crying. And that shit forever makes me die laughing. And you best believe if you were one of my friends, you know who you are. I already messaged you about it. <laughs> Making fun of you so fucking hard. I know somebody I, that that did it quite frequently to the point where I just started clowning them. Yeah. And they're like, dude, now I'm self-conscious. I was like, good. You should be. Good. You know, you should good. Be. I was like, that's way too theatrical, dude. I was like, you know, you could have just, I don't know, called me <laughs> or, you know. <laughs> I feel like if you're going to do all that, at the very least, do something where you're like, maybe you started out regular and then we see the tear. Mm-hmm. Like if you start the camera and your eyes are already, you're already gushing. It just feels, I, it makes me cringe, man. I don't know. I've been looking for this video and I can't find it because I didn't save it, which I also hate when that happens. It was a girl, she was having a meal with the grandma. And like one of the, my favorite things now that everybody does is emotional voiceovers. I fucking annoy her. <laughs> and so she's like, I was having a meal with my grandmother, right? Doing all this other stuff. And she starts eating with the grandma and then she starts crying. And I was like, oh, that's really emotional. And then it cuts to another angle. And then, Are you kidding? Uh, and then a third angle. And then a fourth thing. Oh, wait, hold on a second. It wasn't even candid. You had to set up four iPhones to shoot this. And I was like, how the fuck is this happening? This girl set up fucking phones to capture herself crying, eating with her grandma, bro. And I can't find the video. I bet you she took it down because I've been looking for this video. That's uh, that's very upsetting. It was so bad. I talked about it on my podcast. Fans were trying to look for it. They can't find it. It's it, till this day. I need to find it. I bet you some people were roasting her and she took it down. Probably. But I I wish I saved it. I want to share it with people because it blew my mind. Well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go cry together. Set up our different angles. Um, thank you for the fu, David. Oh, I hope you feel better. I do, I do. Today was like probably the my last day of sick. Thank God. I knew it. I knew my body, and I was like, you know, I, I sent you guys. I sent Robin Couch and David a little warning, like, hey man, I'm getting rid of this sick. It's exiting my body, but I, you know, I will be. My throat will be funny, but I knew I'd be like okay. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh, it, being sick is just stupid. Like you're not coughing. You're not doing yeah, that. Yeah. No, not really symptomatically. You're fine. Yeah, no, nah, it's just that the last I, I like two nights ago, I fucking coughed up the nucleus. You know, when you just feel it right there and you cough it up at 4 a.m. I looked at the clock. It was 444 a.m. And the fucking just like little fucking dark green bloody nucleus came out of me. And I was like, OK, I'm going to be all right. The nucleus. Hey, it nucleus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for watching another episode of Dudes Behind the Motherfucking Foods. I'm Tim Chantarangsu. And I'm David Soul. Bye. Yo, it's the dudes behind the food. Look, I love eating bread. I love eating tortillas. I love just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. But I'm trying to get healthy for this new year. And that's why I'm effing with hero bread. Okay. Hero bread is listening to their biggest fans and has just launched their new recipe, which is made with heart healthy olive oil. And guess what? Hero Bread has zero to one gram of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and is high in fiber, okay? And, and guess what? Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying a refreshing BLT, savory breakfast burrito, or mouth-watering cheeseburger. But guess what? Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order of their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code DUDES10 at checkout. That's D-U-D-E-S-1-0 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I love it.